Bob. Sam. And Michelle. Just a couple of friends. <laughs> hey, it's from people who aren't even in the business. Movies. Music. TV. Could you flush it in the toilet? Fire from a school. Couple of critics. Couple of critics. Couple of critics. Today we have more Another than two game. nutsacks. We are three nutsacks today. You still keep calling yourself a nutsack or mentioning that you have a nutsack. I did not ha- make mention of having a nutsack. I said I am a nutsack. You it's are a nutsack. Dreams. And we have a special guest nutsack. I, I am a nutsack too. <laughs> that is the voice of my goddamn brother. Yeah, they're going to be Hello. able to tell that it sounds like I'm talking to two of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That was one of the things I was going to say that I was excited to be on because now I can go back and listen to it. Because everybody tells us we sound the same, so. Oh yeah, you sound graggly as fuck right now too. Graggly, graggly. Oh yeah, scrubs. you got the we got that thing going on now. The vocal fry. You gotta pull yourself out of the graggles so the sound quality is better. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like, hi, hi, <laughs> like a a certain teacher, choir teacher, music teacher what? would always say, Mrs. Wink would oh. always talk about like making it like smile when you sing so it sounds brighter. So it's a little higher than you would think. And it actually makes a big difference if you put on the voice. Hello. It sounds better than this because I can be monotone quite a lot. It's bothering me. It's a bothering me. So, so yeah, we brought up, my brother in. We brought my bro in. It's brother time. Have brother time. Have we mentioned you on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Because we, of my uh, musical tastes, like the Misfits yeah, you guys, and stuff. You guys always make me sound real cool. Like, oh, yeah. Musical influence. And he made me listen to cool music. You and, did? And it's like... Now I'm 41 and balding and going gray. Well, now you're Make about it green to again. working in a factory. You're, Get back to Kool-Aid. We're about to see where the influence did not reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of working in a factory, you are yes. wearing your safety glasses from work right I now? I am. I left my glasses at work and I didn't feel like fighting everybody to get down. <laughs> so they're prescription? <laughs> yeah, they're prescription. I they're, thought that they were just like attachments that you put on the sides. No, I, that work pays for me to get these. They gave these to you. Nice. Yeah, they they reimburse or whatever. Nice. And uh, Insurance I just because I was too lazy to go <clears throat> downstairs and get my regular glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're safe out in the field. <laughs> okay. So Bob gave us an yeah. album to listen to this week. Bob, would you like to take over the reins talking sure. about this? Well, I, I like the idea of um, of you guys doing musical influences from from Beth and from me, and and I wanted to kind of keep that going. And this, like you said, this is where the influence stopped because Sam uh, wasn't ever really exposed to my Neil Young days. This came more from. Uh, our cousin Tate and my uncle Jimbo. So was he the one listening to it first? Tate, Jimbo was, and then he got Tate on, and then. So I did started... Tate get Minnow, or was Minnow already into well, it? No, Minnow's just a classic rock dude. I mean, he listens to everything. So, but uh, Jimbo Minnow was... is our uncle. Yeah, that's our <laughs> other uncle. He is a fish. <laughs> no, the fish is his brother. No, they're both yeah. fish because Minnow, Minnow is fish. a fish. Yeah, they're but... swimmingly amazing. Anyway, so. And then, uh, so me and Tate, you know, we would always be on the back roads, uh, riding around, and inevitably he started listening to more Neil Young because Jimbo was turning him on to Neil Young. So uh, we just all kind of got into it together. And uh, did you like I, it right from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd heard Neil. I mean, everybody's heard Heart of yeah. Gold, Old yeah, Man, yeah, but yeah. you know. But it wasn't until um, 
Jimbo had all the albums. And not not like on digital, but like CDs. And he would let us borrow them. You know? How long had he been into it? For a while? Or was it recent for him, yeah. too? And then he yeah. got you guys. No, more longer than us. Because he, he kind of went from Jimi Hendrix to Neil Young. It was like, it's always been those two, though. I mean, it was it was either Jimmy or Neil. And like this, he had been into Neil more heavily probably in the last, you know, however many years. The older he got? The older he got, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we would always borrow the albums. And it wasn't until I started listening to the full albums that I'm like, man, I really like all this stuff. And it's, and it, the way, the differences of it, that's, that's what I love. It's like, Neil's done everything. He's done country. He's done folk. He's done. I thought he'd done electronic stuff in electronic the 80s. Electronic stuff in the 80s, yeah. What? You know, I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, 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 trans. Oh, yeah. The album was called We might trans. have to play it's some of that totally later for you, Michelle. Trans? Trans. Trans. Aw, look at him being all <laughs> open. Ahead of the curve. But the only, the only Neil Young album that I've, only listened to maybe once and said nope. Doesn't Neil Young have a patriotic song? A well used. He has a bunch song? of um, political songs. He's very well. Yeah, political. But isn't there one that is used in rallies and stuff? Doesn't he have like a big hit? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so like because R O C K in the USA. <laughs> they, uh, maybe maybe rocking in the free world. Right? Yeah, there you go. rocking in a free world. That's not really well, well, kind of. Yeah, that was definitely it. Because he did that with Eddie Vedder on that yeah. one thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how we got into it. And, of course, we went to see Neil together. And the shirt I'm wearing now, as I said earlier. Oh, yeah. I Bob's got, sporting a Neil Young shirt in studio. And by in studio, when, uh, Jimbo and I, I mean our old bedroom. Is it weird so. that we're in our old bedroom talking no, on microphones? No, not at all, because it doesn't look different. I mean, it looks so different that I don't even equate it, really. Yeah, yeah. It's set up. Like a studio. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. With oh. posters all over the walls that represent who Sam is, and then actually some. Do you like our Gary Busey? Me as well. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> I think <laughs> I like the Weird Al best of all, though. Mandatory fun. He's our best. So, you want to get this <laughs> album started? Why'd you choose this so, album? Okay, let's get into the album then. Why'd you choose this album? Okay, here we go. We're going to go with a little. A oh. short bit of history. You going factoid on Yeah, us? I'm going factoid on you. I figured it out. Okay, so. This kind of started. Factoid, factoid, factoid. Yeah. Avoid the noid. First, I'll get into the, the history of Crazy Horse, right? This is Neil Young. This is Neil Young and Crazy Horse okay. album. So Crazy Horse has always been a band, always been a band with or without Neil. And Neil just kind of recruits them and plays albums with them when he wants to. And then when he doesn't want to, because Neil just kind of does that. He just kind of does whatever the hell he wants. So, was there um, a movie about Crazy Horse? I don't think so. Okay, not the band, <laughs> not the band, <laughs> but the Native Man. Maybe continue. So, Crazy Horse makes their first album with Neil in 1969. Okay, now between Sexy. 1972 and 1975, a lot of things are going going on here. Um, he has a son with cerebral palsy. Uh, Danny Witten, the original guitarist for Crazy Horse dies of a heroin overdose. Jeez. A few months later, Bruce Berry, uh, the roadie for Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, dies of a heroin overdose. So he loses two of his best friends within a couple months of each other. Was he doing junk too? No, Neil never did. Neil did a little bit of coke. Uh, Neil was a big stoner. Um, but Neil never did touch heroin because he knew what it what he would happen? He died. saw it. Yeah, so yeah. He, sounds like he and I could hang out, maybe, <laughs> as long as he kept his fucking mouth shut. <laughs> I'm just so, kidding. 
1975, Neil released three albums, On the Beach, Tonight's the Night, and Zuma. Tonight's um, the so Night. So these three... Oh, and then... Um, he and Carrie Snodgrass, she was an actress nominated Snodgrass. for yeah, she was nominated for a, an um, Academy Award for Diary of a Mad Housewife. So check that say, out. You definitely Diary said, of a Mad Housewife. You said diarrhea. Definitely said check, diarrhea. Check I may have said diarrhea. <laughs> but uh, Diary of a Mad Housewife. <laughs> it's everywhere. Oh yeah, imagine that. <laughs> So no, she, I don't want to do the laundry. Oh my God, I'm shitting everywhere again. I'm a mad housewife. <laughs> and I have diarrhea madness. <laughs> Hi, Miss Clarence. Hi, Miss Clarence. The dog is back. Watch out, she might have deadly farts. She well, okay. might move things around, so it's also okay. beware. So, continue. Right. So continue, my Neil this, Young that aficionado. That to uh, the album, Zuma, that we're getting ready to listen to it just it, oh and uh, I said Carrie Snodgrass yeah the actress oh yeah she of broke course. up with him too in this time period so Bitch. there's a lot of shit going on with Neil and these three albums are considered you know some of his best work his most you know emotional and in Zuma I think you can hear a lot of uh, Zoom Zuma so <laughs> let's get into it. If you don't you tell want. us what to do on our podcast. Okay, you tell me. It's okay. <laughs> We're, We're going to get into it. <laughs> I'm getting some major dog breath right now. Let's start album Zuma. Zuma. Track one. Zuma, Zuma, Zuma. Don't when cry. When did this come out? Cry. 1975. Okay. It came out uh, the same year as Tonight's the Night. Another Tonight's album. Every time you say it, you realize we both think that, Rod right? Stewart. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> I know. The... All right. Let's do this. Start Zuma. Don't cry no tears, motherfucker. Now that she told me all that stuff about him, like, being emotionally uh, thin, I guess you would say, now I gotta listen to it differently. I just generally like, generally like the way this sounds. I mean, it sounds dumb, but... What do you mean? It I sounds just dumb. the guitar. I just J- like the jangly guitar. guitar. Yeah, I like the way I mean, the I music like, on it sounds. It's just a good way to start the album. I think it's it's catchy. For it's me, a, man, Neil's voice is so rough the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah, vocally. And, and honestly, you understand that, right? He can't hit a note to oh. save his fucking life. No, and I know this going in. I didn't know if we were going to get into that in the, the questionnaire <laughs> part or not. But no, honey, that's starting from the beginning. <laughs> wow, gets... you got attitude, honey. Now I'm being sweet. I'm trying to be gentle with it. No, I, I was fully aware of that coming in. I, and, I knew you were coming in with your guard yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then, you know, the last podcast with Maynard and Sam's like, you know, Getty Lee. And I'm like, fuck yes, Getty Lee. And you're like, no, no, I hate Getty Lee. Eddie Lee, and I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna fucking hate Neil. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I, well, I thought, I thought Sam I could um, relate. I thought, I thought um, at least you could listen to it as far as an instrumental point of view. You know, the guitar and whatnot. The so the instrumentation itself, I I mean, I I don't know want to say I like it, but like I can groove to it. You know, whatever, put it on, but. As soon as he starts singing. <laughs> to me, 
there are oh. there are songs where it's worse and yes. songs where it's better. Yes, I will say that. Later no. it does get more tolerable for his voice. There are, he brings it down. No tears. That part's not as bad. No. It's more in the that, verses. Now that you told me all this stuff where he's all like, oh, this shit's happening to him and he's taking care of this cerebral palsy kid stuff. Like, now it just sounds like he's okay. just worn out. This is the equivalent of you fucking uh, watching The Voice and, and all that shit yeah, you're right. and your opinion yeah, you're being right. fucking affected by people's <laughs> stories of their life. That shit should not fucking matter. It is musicality. That's it. No, no. And I'm me. pretending like, you know, we're smart and like learned about shit like this, but we're learned. not. We're not. It's, this is all like opinion based, but at the same time, I don't know that that's fair. Oh, don't cry. No, no do, you, do you like Dylan? Do you like Bob Dylan? I like that... some of Dylan, but it again, his voice sometimes is obnoxious. Michelle yeah. says that about a lot of male voices and a lot of voices. I'm in a general. really big fan of soulful men of color. I'm a big fan of those voices. Uh, there are a lot of rock voices, male voices that I'm not a big fan of. Like she loves but Led Zeppelin, some people but Robert Plant drives her crazy. Yeah, that was the other one I was trying to think yeah, it's of. It's like nails on a chalkboard sometimes, Plant. but it's never really as bad as like like Getty Lee, for example. I think Rush's music <laughs> is good. I think a lot of people, Sabbath's music is good. But you don't like Ozzy's It's voice. the voice, man. Uh, and I, I, listen, I listen to vocals. Is it the same with Jethro Tull? Are we just going to name a whole bunch of <laughs> yeah, bands? Gonna, no, yeah. no, so, I just want to know. So I look exactly like a fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> no, you could do it to me too, and I'll look way worse. Like, because you don't like female singers? I don't like genuinely. anybody. I don't like anybody. So yeah. then you can kind of understand where I'm coming from, because yeah. you don't like a lot of runs, and a lot of women will do that with their voices. I don't like getting the runs. That's the second diarrhea reference. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. <laughs> <laughs> You want to do the next song? Well, well wait, what sorry, I sorry, sorry is, um, I also want to say that I would leave his ass if I had to hear that shit constantly. What, don't cry around me? No, the voice. It's oh. the vocals. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be pretend like harsh. You okay? Is this oh, understood? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be pretend harsh. Let me, let me say this, though. I, I totally get it, and I agree, Neil's, Neil's voice can be very uh, off-putting, but... Neil is one of the one of the artists that I can understand what he's saying a lot of the times, and I really like the lyrics, and especially on this album. There's a lot of lyrics on this album that I absolutely love. Yeah, and it doesn't really, the voice doesn't bother me as much that I can be like, I really love what he's saying. It sounds a little fucked up, but that's Neil. <laughs> Neil knows he can't fucking sing. Well, I was gonna but say that's Neil's it. thing. Everyone loves yeah. Neil because they like his stance, they like his songwriting and his guitar playing. It's not. I love Neil Young's voice. Yeah, nobody's gonna say that. Yeah, I didn't I understand the lyrics on a lot of these songs. Did you look anything up? Yeah, I did. I still just don't understand them. Some of them are very unintelligible. They're we'll, vague. We'll get to that. I mean, this one here is just. Yeah, what's this? I about? can take it a couple ways. I mean, who's he telling? Don't cry, no tears. I mean, is it directed towards himself? Is it directed towards someone else? Because she's gone. Because she she's left. With another man. And a lot. I think. I think a lot of that. Uh, Carrie Snodgrass relationship is in this song. Ah, also, Snodgrass. Yeah, we'll look have to it look up. up Diarrhea of a mad woman, of Maybe. a mad housewife. I don't know. Diarrhea. Maybe it was a situation where she did move on, kind of like physically, 
but didn't emotionally. Maybe she was still calling him up and crying. And maybe he was like, fuck you. Like, you left me. Don't fucking cry tears around me. I don't want to hear this shit. You fucking left. Get the fuck out. I like that angle. He was like, don't cry. Well, I think there is some anger in these lyrics, too. When we get the stupid girl, you can tell there's definitely some some anger. Maybe that's... Maybe that's Snodgrass. That's probably Snodgrass. So, do you, was Neil big on telling stories throughout albums, or did he just kind of throw things together, like what he liked? You know what? I'm not going to people... pretend like I really know, but from listening to the albums, I think it's a little bit of both. And there definitely have been concept albums, mm-hmm. too. So so he's open to that idea. Oh, yeah. he he's um, Greendale was a, an album he made that he made a movie. It was an album and a movie. It was a concept ah, deal. So. Gotcha. Yeah, I but I think this. these early albums are just kind of uh, just where he was at emotionally more than anything. So this is considered early. I don't know when Neil started. I mean, it was in the '60s, right? Yeah, but you, you, you get are you counting Buffalo Springfield or are you counting CSNY? I don't know. He was I mean, in Buffalo Springfield. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I did not. I don't know anything about Neil Young besides I did not you know like this. him. But he didn't sing in Buffalo Springfield. Nothing you would have heard. Well, hello, Mr. Soul. I dropped by yeah, to pick up a reason. That's Neil. No way. Yeah, I swear to God, that's that's Neil Young. I'm f- my mind is blown. Is this like when you found out about Alice Cooper songs that you liked? Callous Cooper. Pooper. Since I thought Callous Pooper was only feed my Frankenstein and shit like that, <laughs> I had no idea that he actually made good music. <laughs> I can't believe you you can't hear the Neil and Mr. and uh, you have to listen Soul. to it now and listen for it. Yeah, I'm having a problem with that because I. <laughs> <laughs> I, he was the lead singer of Buffalo Springfield. No, Stephen Stills was. Neil was really Neil, yeah. That's where him and Stephen Stills first. I don't got know together. a lot of Buffalo Springfield. I mean, I, I don't either. I really don't know a lot. Well, either. for what I it's know worth, Mr. Soul and for what it's worth, he definitely did it. not sing on for what it's worth. No, no, that was Stephen Stills. And I feel like Mr. Soul was also not him. That can't be no, Neil. That's, that's Neil's song all the way. He wrote it. He performed it. He did the vocals. Flabbergasted. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to listen to it later at some point. Yeah, it's totally fine with me. Well, it's also because I'm trying to imagine his voice. It's very different than it is here. That was actually the song he got accused of um, uh, ripping off the Rolling Stones. Can't get no satisfaction. So think of that. I can hear that. Think of that next time you listen to that. Yeah, I can hear it. All right. Well, let's swoop on to the next one with Danger. Swoop on through. Danger Bird. All right, you're good. Yeah, I am. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so I'd say mid-60s is when Neil would first start making professional music. When he's performing. When he's performing, probably early to mid-60s. So I like this... the music in this song. Sorry to cut you off. I, just I don't remember what the music is yet. So shut the fuck up and listen. Just kidding. I wasn't the one talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the music in this. Me too. It's kind of psychedelic for a little bit there. Danger bird, he has no business singing. This is one of the songs on the album that the Neil voice gets really twangy and cringy. I wrote that I would like it a lot more with a, another singer doing it because I think the song is good. I think it's like, yeah, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, did someone tell him that he didn't have to try and reach all those notes? 
I don't think anybody tells Neil Young anything. No. I think he's like, I paid the fucking well, Neil studio rates. And, pay, I mean, he, and that's the thing that I love about Neil. He does whatever the fuck he wants to do, whether you like it or not. No, <laughs> no but the, I mean, as we even hear in this album, there are different sides to Neil's voice. So oh, definitely, yes. definitely. I, that's yes. why I just, I don't like the choice in this song to I, use I totally agree with that, that voice. Because even around this part that just finished, the he brought it down. verse that's coming in made me unsure that I could continue. I had a really hard time listening to this the first time, and I started texting Sam during this song like, I don't know if I can do this. We were both texting each other about his voice, and it turns out it was during this song we both went, oh my god. Yeah. And but upon extra listens, I was like, this is actually really, it I got, like this song. I love the guitar in this song, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm with you guys, the vocals. What if Steven ruined. Stills would have sung it? Think it would have been better? Oh yeah, and I, I love I like the guitar parts, but there's just another Neil? certain aspect. Oh, yeah. And the good lead oh, stuff yeah. on this album? Neil's lead on this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about Neil Young, really. But I, I see, I like this song. Yeah, I do Otherwise, too. when he's not singing. There's not a lot of vocals in it, so. The thing I, the thing I do not like about this song is during the chorus, when he kind of talks over the chorus that's going on and you can't understand what he's saying and you can't understand what, I what that. the backup vocals are saying. I don't think I noticed Here it that. Is. I just think we need to focus on it. I definitely... Uh, it has emotion in his voice, though. Well, I feel like if I had started with this, if I had just heard the song, I would have totally written it off. But upon listening to the song more times, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's just all of it. It's easier to take in after multiple listens. At first, it was weird to me. Here, because he, go, here he comes talking over the... I don't know. I kind of like that. I don't know. It just throws me off. Where is New Young from? Sorry, Canada. Trying? Are you fading it up and down on purpose? I was trying to bring it down, and then I went the wrong way, because I got to use two faders at the same it just time. Seems like it's just been back and forth, up well, and down, and up, and, down and up stuff, and down. Because you want to hear stuff, so I'm turning it up during parts. But it just sounds kind of constant to me, so I don't know if it's oh, just my no, it's not my shitty cans. Not constant. Cans. <laughs> just during parts that we wanted to hear. All right, so Danger Bird. Unless there's something else. Damn, I'm just listening to it. Good. Yes, because so we can all hear. <laughs> Who's going to go? You want me to go? Go, go where? Get the fuck out of here? Just, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, talking about uh, Neil doing guitar in this song, it made me think Crazy Horse has never been regarded as the greatest musically Neil just kind of nobody knows why Neil really picked them or continues to play with them because of uh, and he does so, continue to this day oh yeah Neil and Crazy Horse they get together I mean it's just kind of whenever Neil wants to use them he's like come on and they go tour and make a bunch of money and then huh. Neil's like I'll just call you whenever <laughs> but they, I don't. they've never been regarded as great musicians yeah I've noticed there's like drum Flubs. So in this I, I wanted I, I wanted to bring that up beforehand to to get your opinion on that. You being more musically inclined 
and than I. In the past, you've said how you like things that are kind of dirtier and less clean. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when I say that, I don't necessarily sense. mean performance-wise. I mean like more production. I think if I was heard a flub, I wouldn't accept it. But it feels like these are live more than anything. I don't know what if that's the case. Not live like you know in front of people, but live in studio. Oh yeah, I'm it sounds sure. like a jam yeah. instead more so. That's more forgivable in that way, because like old Jimi Hendrix stuff, you can hear drum flubs up in that, but it's they did so much. Oh, moving that microphone. <laughs> Here, let me turn it out a little bit. No, I'm trying to get hurt. Hold on. Just oh man. Anyway, you can hear that kind of stuff in old Hendrix too. So, and I know that like they, uh, it was live. So. What is going on? I just wanted to see if I could. Sorry, I just wanted to see if I could get her snoring while you were talking, and then I just made a. To insinuate I was being boring, (laughs) that even the dog is snoring. Well, when you break it down. There you go. I don't remember what I was saying now. But no, I was bringing up just to kind of, if there was times that you've noticed. Just the the drums. Just the drums. Neil's got that sloppy guitar sound that a lot of guys had back in that day, but I like that sloppy sound. Tony Iommi has it. Uh, Jimmy Page had it. Uh, whoever played for uh, Jethro Tull on like the Aqualung album. Now, would you say in the same way Neil has his own voice that he has that same sort of twang or what you would whatever with you would his call guitar? it with his guitar? Yeah, is it that um, much different? Than I'd have every- to hear more albums to be able to say that because then I'd be able to hear consistencies in it. This album just sounds like a guy jamming. Because I didn't know if it was him or not. I didn't now, know if now he... did anyone look up the lyrics to Danger Bird? I uh, looked at lyrics for all of them. I did too. Is it in, in, the, in this one too, I know there's a lyric of, I found, I saw you with another man or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another... It just seems like there's emotion all through this, this album. You're talking about Jailbird and stuff? Something about like a prison? Even though he's free, he's still in a prison. Yeah, Lane Spread Eagle. I always thought that was funny, too. That that always <laughs> popped out to me. That I was he just said say Spread funny. Eagle. And here he goes in one, two, three. Ah, I knew we'd hear it. <laughs> anyway, you want to move on to Pardon My Heart? Is that what it's called? I'm not, I don't write down full titles all the time. Correct. Mm-hmm. Pardon My Heart. Did Michelle have anything for the Danger Bird? Other than his voice is fucking terrible. I don't know. Every time I tried to say something, I got talked over. So I'll just back off. What? It's a fun situation. When all now, I said I liked the music on the last song quite a bit. I just didn't like his vocals on it. And I thought that he should have chosen a different range. And the love isn't flowing. The I think this is a breath of fresh air after the last track. Why? I just like the simplicity of it. I I like his voice much better in this song. His, his voice is so much better in this song. It's because he brings it down to like a mid-range, right? He's, he's not in doing his that. range. He's not, he's doing not reaching that. for notes that are out of his range. Well, bongo action. I can get into the sound quite a bit. I noticed on today's listen, because I listened to this before you came, that uh, it's, a sad it's got sort of a, well, I should say Alice in Chains, Jay, Jerry Cantrell has kind of a 
sound like this on uh, Jar of Flies, that yeah. acoustic album. Sounds kind of like this. I was almost thinking, Michelle, I figured you would like the sound of it. It almost reminds me of uh, something like One Traffic. Would, just that guitar reminds me of something you would hear on a Traffic album. I like a lot of 60s and 70s soft rock type music. A lot of stuff that kind of plays with psychedelic a little bit, but doesn't get like crazy tripping. Yeah. Who sang for Traffic, Bob? Uh, Steve Winwood. Yeah, uh, since this is the first time you coaxed it I out of him. I thought you would like Steve Winwood, actually. I like Steve Winwood before the 80s. When he got to the 80s, he can suck a dick. <laughs> yeah, but if you... Okay, I'll yeah. give you that, but if he was you're just going by his then. voice, though, even in the 80s, his voice was still solid. He did shitty music. I'll agree with that, but everybody did in the 80s. No. Michael Jackson fucking killed it in the oh, 80s. Oh, it's a different genre. I'll give you that. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to that. No, we'll agree. We'll disagree to disagree. Would you say that most 60s and 70s rock guys all ate They were it, better singers. All ate it in the 80s. If they changed most to them, be with yeah. the time. ZZ Top did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 80s affected everybody, dude. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, but see, like, Rick James was awesome. But that that's the thing, because you get the, like, the late, you know, how you roll out of the that's disco. The thing. It, it's, and then you roll into, the, like, a lot of... Black musicians would kind of play with like the disco sound in the 80s and stuff, and I love that shit. Yeah, that yeah. was good, but, but like, but rock and roll yeah, was terrible. Yeah, the rock guys like, that uh, were uh, trying to ingratiate early themselves. Early hip hop was rock. tremendous, but rock and roll was terrible. Yeah, when I think 80s. of the 80s rock music, I usually shut down. Yeah, for the most part, I get into like thrash metal and stuff, but that's late 80s. Hey, Miss Clarence. I think you're squeezing out air. You need to leave, please. I like this song, too. Okay, go. Thank you. This is another one where I really, really like the lyrics. It sounds smooth the whole time. It's real smooth. Yeah, it's a very relaxing song. My favorite lyric on this is um, when when one is pretends to, or when, when one isn't giving and the other pretends to receive. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, that, that just sounds cool to it's me. It's an interesting line. It's just, yeah. I don't remember any of the lyrics to that song. I'm not See, good with lyrics in general. At first, I thought he was saying, you got it all wrong. And then I, when I looked at the lyrics, he's saying, you brought, you it, brought all it all on. on. Yeah, and, right. I've, and I've thought about that. Is, he, is that another one where it's, it's saying it to himself or is he saying it to you brought it all on? Because it's actually not him singing that. That part, you brought it all on, is, is the backup. Oh, yeah. So, so, so they might is, be is saying it, it to like, him. Are they saying it to him? Or? Yeah. Interesting. I like the tone of it. It was real, like I said, it was real smooth. I even wrote down, I think Neil should stick with that tone. Like, yeah, that's that definitely. Range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I wouldn't have ever even guessed it was Neil until the just little parts when he like does a backup. Kind of like Mr. Hear, Soul. Oh, Mr. Soul. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I will, we'll play it later. I'll look it up and I'll add it. Unless I can just. What, Mr. Soul? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just it just shows that Neil can be tolerable because you oh, didn't that realize that, that was Neil and you wouldn't have known it was. Is if, that that Buffalo know. Springfield song? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd be interested in hearing it. Would I know it already? Probably. Yes, I. You've definitely heard me play it. Are you good with lyrics? Can you pick out lyrics in other people's songs and stuff? Not a whole lot of times. That's why I really like Neil because I understand a lot of what Neil says uh-huh. and I. A lot of times I don't get lyrics. I, I don't either. So you're usually listening to the music. And- oh, mostly yeah. yes. A, a lot of ninety percent of the time. I was wondering that because it's it's exactly how I am. I 
Yeah, for I some reason, for Neil's for voice years—I can understand what he's saying and what he's trying to say, and it yeah. just—it sticks it out. It sticks. To me. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna play Mr. Soul. Are okay, we ready? Let's hear it. Yeah. I love I love this song. Doesn't sound right. I know this song. For the thought that I've caught that my head is the event of the season. Is that Neil? That's what Bob says. Just a trace of my face I am 100% sure that is Neil. I can hear it in there. It's got that same twang to it. Whoa. Yeah, there's a problem with the sound. Sound fine with the other stuff. That's good anyway. So it's the song. I gotta say, fault. I don't know. Might be a weird mix. Now, do you you do you do hear the um, Rolling Stones in there too? Don't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The dun Yes. As a matter of fact, they should have had guest vocals by Mick Jagger. Yeah, there was Neil caught a little bit of heat for that. A little bit. Yeah, but not a whole lot because everybody, you know, everyone was digging the sound. In the music industry, you know, it wasn't everybody kind of got along. Everybody liked Neil. Even though, Not he, even though he could be an asshole. <laughs> Is he known for that, being a butthole? He's just known for being very eccentric, and you know that when you work with Neil, and it's you just put up with it because just that's how he is. Also remember that a southern man don't need him around anyhow. Yeah. And that's another <laughs> misconception. Because they were friends. They were actually friends, yeah. yes, yes. I am aware of that. I, I have no misconceptions. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is quite aware. I am. Aware, and mm-hmm. th- so since I am aware, I'm gonna start looking for love, guys. Looking for love, looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for nub in all the wrong places. Looking for nub. I've been looking for a lover, but I okay, to me, this totally sounds like John Fogarty. Like I never thought of that before, but you're right. I think the music and vocals sound like John. It sounds like a John Fogerty, just like Southern type, Southern rock type song. Totally, I can't believe I didn't hear that before. I'm so bad with stuff like this. What song did John Fogerty do? I know he was in that. Yeah, there we go. Uh, didn't he do "Put Me In, Coach"? I'm ready to play. I don't know the words. Yeah, See, so I don't know words to anything. <laughs> but you will proudly sing them. I won't proudly. I'll kind of half murmur them and go. <laughs> so yeah, this has like a real country, happy, oh, yeah. poppy sound to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, it's like right on the verge of being too country. It's mm-hmm. like right on the line to where I really still enjoy it a lot. See, I don't think anything particularly. I don't want to say interesting, but like there's nothing that really stands out about the song. It's also like a much more laid-back song. It's just like a laid-back country song. I mean, there's just like no like big, huge anything that happens like there does because he changes up tempos and everything in some of his songs. This is just a much more straightforward, simple yeah, it's, song. Yeah. It's upbeat. Mm-hmm. Is that a... Is that the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young guys in the background? No, they are only on one song on this album. Hmm. It's got that same kind of tone, but I guess... Would the most CSNY songs I'd be familiar with be actual CSNY and not Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Not necessarily. And, and honestly, I, I'm not familiar enough to be able to tell you that was them and that was huh. them without Neil and with yeah. Neil. Was just, he involved in Sweet Judy Blue Eyes? Do you know that? No, I, I do know that he was not. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Microphone problems. Oh, jeez. He was not involved with Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. I do know that. 
I will say a lot of the more harmonization stuff was probably just CSNY. Tighten it up there still. Okay. I can tell it's... No, you're losing it. <laughs> yeah. It's just not super strong, so if you put weight on it, it'll probably do that again. Anyway. I would imagine the backing vocals on this are probably just Crazy Horse. How many inch, How many guys are in Crazy Horse? Uh, three. Did Neil do his... Did Neil... Did he do... Did Neil Young? Did Neil Young. Did Neil Young uh, do his own backup vocals sometimes? Or did he usually just use who he worked with? I'm not real sure. Like, do you think that he would do, like, recording as a whole? Because I know back in the day... Oh, yeah, It used to be, like, a whole band recording at once. And I think that goes back to kind of like what you were saying, like, recording live. I think it's a live jam, yeah. Yeah. Because I know a lot of times he would have guests come in, like uh, Linda Ronstadt, James Taylor sang on a lot of his stuff, and it would just be like, hey, we only get these guys for, like, one or two days, you know? We got to finish this shit. Mm-hmm. And get it going. So I don't think there was time to like set up any kind of. Yeah, well, I like, think let's just fucking record it. And go. A, yes, at a time when it's on tape too. I mean, there's expenses. And you can only there. get so many takes, so everyone has to be fucking on. Uh, yeah. And together, you, usually. Either that, or you don't care. Like, uh, yeah. we messed That's up one drum take. Just let some Whatever. Shit in. I'll <laughs> just play the guitar extra loud on that part. <laughs> yeah, and Neil had so much music and so many. I mean, he just wanted to get all this stuff out. So if it was like. <clears throat> you know Neil is still with us today correct yeah he's uh Neil has not left us 70 let's see 73 74 and oh. apparently just married Daryl Hannah what she's pretty mm-hmm. old too though she's definitely at least in her 60s yeah uh, supposedly they had some sort of secret marriage within the past few months huh sexy sexy how old was he in this album do you know oh 70 1975 20s so. 30s 30s. Yeah, let Michelle do the math. He's in the 70s, in his 70s now. I can't do math. I can't do a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, is that also an influence from Bob? Uh, I don't know. Ask him. No. Do you feel like an idiot most of the day? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but I I embrace it. (laughs) I I use it to my advantage. (laughs) (laughs) What do you expect? I'm dumb. (laughs) Oh, it's dumb. It's just dopey. (laughs) Doop a doop a doop. That doesn't mean you're you're unintelligent. You're just a little dopey. We're going looking for a love. In all the wrong wrong places, places. looking for love. Because it, I don't know if uh, what you guys thought of it, but this. Is a very I love this song. And I have very I, I strong get, feelings about this song. Uh, you, I don't think you did. <laughs> Just kidding. I it got I, annoying for me because I don't like the uh, I don't like any song that's like boom, boom, boom. You have a hard time with happy, uh, well, happy and jamboree, jamboree kind of stuff. You know, it has a little bit of countryness to it, and you fucking hate country. I grew up on country, so we've talked she's about got, this is going to be yeah, tough. Yeah, she's got way more of a tolerance for me. I just imagine a guy with a milk jug, and I get angry. <laughs> Which is interesting, because so, I have a hard so time with is, voices this sometimes. is too, uh, too much for you, then? This song was. Yeah. Yeah, but I, look, I enjoyed the previous. I was actually, so far, I was shocked by how much I ended up being able to tolerate it. And enjoy some of it. So, because it started out very hard for both of us, yes. like I said. But then after multiple listens, which I never would have given it a second listen, never. if it wasn't for this. So, yeah. this podcast process has technically yeah, it's, made it's this technically easier for working. me. Mm-hmm. 
It's working. It's, this experiment is working. It's opening our brains. <laughs> once, once again, as the lyrics here are, are what I really, really enjoy about this song. Neil, um, Neil, Neil. Especially the, it, is he looking for a love? But or is he? I like the part. I hope I don't mess with her mind when she starts to see the darker side of me. Or uh-huh. so he's looking for a love, but it's kind of like he knows. Is he going to fuck he's toxic. it up? Yeah. He, so it's. I think it's important that that's the last lyric that he sings in the song. So it's kind of like he knows that even if I'm fine to love, I'm I'm probably going to fuck it up because she's going to see the darker side of me. She is. It's there. If yeah. it's there, she's going to see it. Yes. If you mash two <laughs> things together, the darkness will come out. The darkness. I felt like this a lot in my... So I, this is one where I'll put the headphones on when I'm cleaning the house and I'll just sing it at the top of my lungs because yeah. it like really, really affects... Because you had actually gone back and forth between this and other, other albums. Al- well, the three albums in this uh, whole kind of trilogy, if you will, the 74, 75. So that's what you on wanted the beach, to, tonight's the night. to edit. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Even a little though, background. That's not the process. Of, that's not how we do this. A little background. Bob wanted to make us a playlist of yeah. Neil Young songs, and I said, but I was only going to gather said, these three no. <laughs> because these, We need good and bad. All this stuff was written within like a two to three year time frame, and it was put out on three albums. So. Yeah. You know what? I'm. Let's, after we listen to the whole album, I want to know what songs you would have made. Put on the playlist of this. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. That'll be interesting to... It's two other yeah. albums worth of songs. No, no, no. no just, I mean, just, just oh, from this album, this what album. he would have chosen. Okay. Oh, well, off of this album? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you so think that you would have had a lot three, from right? this, though? Oh, uh, see here. Zoom, zooma. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Who got the keys to my puma? Me? I found them under this rock that you had in the front. there was going to be like four off of this album. Huh, interesting. That you would have kept. Some back that here. I would have kept, yeah, four. Anyway, let's uh, move on to Barstool Blues, right? Barstool Let it go. And then I'd say we need to take a break. All right. I'm playing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you need to get your shit together. Get your shit together, buddy. I'm so sorry. I ruined everything. And we're back to Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, if one of you wants to punch me in the face so I can be knocked out for the rest of this song, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I've always loved this opening line, too. That very first line. It's this. I've been walking around at work all week just going, Hey there, pal! Have you played this at work? I played it out loud once. And the... Uh, the dude I work with, he's he's into like uh, hip hop mostly. Oh yeah. So he's just he was like, this is terrible. <laughs> he was like more down on it than I was. <laughs> well, I think his vocals overpower the, the music because the music is a little more simplistic, and the uh, vocals are very abrasive in contrast to the music, so they stand out quite a bit. Because he's just fucking, like, screaming almost. Yeah, it seems like he wrote this song for the lyrics. It didn't work the other way around. Daniil drink. Daniil drink? Yeah. Daniil, uh... Daniil. drink and write music? I think that might be where this title of this song comes from, actually. It's just random fucking thoughts he had while he was drinking, because... 
It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, even so he, none of this, he calls himself out yeah, on he it. Does, yeah. I'll live a thousand years before. Yeah, I, I know still won't know what that means. And I almost just think this is just a collection of just ramblings that felt lazy he was to like, me. Well, it sounds cool, but I don't know how to form any kind of context around it, so I'll just fucking throw it all together. Daniil drink. Daniil get mad. Daniil write songs. <laughs> Daniil put on dress. <laughs> Daniil likes red lipstick. <laughs> and only red lipstick. <laughs> Not purple. Helicopter dick and red lipstick. Have Neil Young and Neil Diamond ever worked together? No. I do not believe so. That's bullshit, man. There can only be one Neil in a room. I mean, they both are big personalities. Although I will say, oh yeah, people that know me that know I love Neil Young like to fuck with me and go and say it's Neil Diamond. Oh, you like Neil Diamond? Yeah. Fuck you. It's Neil, do you Neil like Young. any Neil Diamond? I do like a little bit. Yeah, I, I like Neil Diamond. I've had a hard Dylan? time. I've had Dylan. I've had a hard time not calling or not saying Neil Diamond. Oh, you have. To you, oh, around really? you. Yeah. Instead of Neil Young, I'll be it's, like Neil Diamond, and then you'll laugh at me. <laughs> it's not on purpose. <laughs> It's just diamond is a much more fun word to say, I guess. I'm Neil Young and what was that, that Neil Diamond singing. song like Cherry Rose or something Sweet like that? Sweet Caroline. Yeah, yeah, there was that one. Um, Sweet Caroline. There's a couple that I yeah, I, I, I like. He did a lot. I don't know. I'm a fan, and he also wrote some songs for the Monkees. And I, I grew like, up with the Monkees. So. I like Neil Diamond. I also like to do a Neil Diamond impression. <laughs> you should try do a Neil Diamond impression, Michelle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking do impressions <laughs> of people. It would be awful. Plus, the more I think about it, I'd have to like think of a song. Hi there, Hold I'm on. Neil Diamond. You keep talking and do what you're gonna Sweet do. Sweet Caroline, got all kinds of weird porn out in the van. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's great. <laughs> SNL. Uh, Cracklin' Rose, get on board. Yeah, Cracklin' Rose, yeah. We're gonna ride till it ain't no more to go. I bet Neil Young... (laughs) (laughs) I bet Neil Diamond... Sorry, I did it just then. I bet Neil Diamond was a good show. Cherry Cherry. He did have a song called Cherry Cherry. Shaking his hips. But I'm pissed that they didn't do a little compilation. Forever in blue jeans. I don't think it ever happened. I think oh, Michelle's it. right. They're both like, there's only one fucking Neil, buddy. Oh, can you know. imagine him in the same room, though? He, he also originally did Red Red Wine. Let's not forget that. Yeah, yeah. Um, imagine them both in the same room, because, like, you know Neil Diamond would be like, I can't work with this guy. <laughs> this guy can't fucking notes. Have you heard his fucking voice? <laughs> and he's like, huh? Shut up there, man. Go away, Neil. We can't be friends. And then he's like, oh, sweet Neil, get the fuck out of my dressing room. I need these sparkles to shine. He was a shiny, shiny man with a big head of hair. So I think it's time that we take a break. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. A break. So we can rest our weary heads and uh, get revved up and ready for the rest of this. Probably got to pee again. Album. I'm drinking water. What do we got got left? Like three? Uh, That's like four. Yeah, we have four songs left. We have been through five songs. And we also listened to Mr. Soul. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Goodbye. We'll be back. Don't kill yourself. It will be on my conscience. But if you do, it's not our fault. So, just leave us out of it. It's a fun situation.
This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... All grade, 100% American tits. Heavy, petite, salty, sweet, high and tight, or hanging low. Tie them tight, go on girl, unlock them. Helicopter tits, rock them, sock them. If you see a pair of tits, stop and thank them for their service. This is America, and we salute 100% all natural American tits. This episode is also brought to you by... Hello, what? Uh, is it going? It's going? Okay. Hi there. Hello, it's me, Regis Philbin. And you may know my brother, Regis. And unfortunately, I know him too. He's a miserable son of a bitch and a thief. So I'm using my money to make ads to tell you about it. And I'm bringing my show back before that asshole brother of mine came in and swiped it all away from me. It's called, Who Wants to Be a Hundredaire? It's going to be a regular segment on the Couple of Critics podcast. What the fuck? Yeah, absolutely not. And let me tell you, you're all going to think it's fantastic. We're going to have cocaine. Wait, what? Strippers. Uh, questions. And cocaine. Nice. I'm not fucking around like my pansy-ass brother. So tune in weekly to the Who Wants to Be a Hundredaire show. Only on... The Couple of Critics Podcast. No, we never agreed to such a thing. What do you mean? I thought we had a deal. We just get the fuck what? out you of here. You gotta go back on the deal. There was no fucking deal. I want my hundred bucks back. Get out. This episode is also brought to you by... Silica Gel Packets. Silica gel absorbs and holds water vapor, and the lack of moisture can limit the growth of mold and reduce spoilage. Since silica gel is essentially porous sand, you can eat it, and it won't kill you. Silica gel is non-toxic, non-flammable, and chemically unreactive, so if you need to drop some water weight, slow the spoilage of your pepperoni, absorb funky butt odors, silica gel is for you. Need to get the must off your crust? Silica gel. What are you waiting for, idiot? Absorb funky butt odors. 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 And we're back, back from a break. Welcome back, uh, Neil Youngsters. What was that voice? Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. The Neil Youngsters? Oh, you little Neil Youngsters. Bob's not little. People like to have names. I'm not little whatsoever. People like to have names for their fans these days. <laughs> Is there a Neil Young name? Youngsters. Youngsters, sure. You're the youngsters. Sure. The youngsters. You're not the Neil. Sounds good to me. The, I don't want to be the Neil. I'd rather the be the Neil youngsters. heads. You know, like there's the parrot heads. Dead heads, parrot heads. Neil head. I don't like Neil yeah, head. Yeah, that doesn't sound Slipknot, right. they're called maggots. Lady Gaga has monsters. Uh, ICP's juggalos. Mariah Carey has lambs. And of course, like you said, Neil Young has youngsters. Has youngsters. Mm-hmm. It's well known throughout the musical community. <laughs> this This podcast is for all you youngsters out there. Oh, and all you fucking critics. That's us, in a way. That's everyone. I mean, we're not trying to be assholes here by calling ourselves critics. We're, we all critique everything. 
I'm trying to be John Lovitz by calling myself the critic. <laughs> well, then please try and do a John Lovitz voice. Okay. Uh, oh, man, I can't do it. Let's see. I'm. Hey, <laughs> it's just going to be my Regis Philbin. Brighter. <laughs> I'm John Lovitz. Hello. I can't do it. That's just me doing Regis. That's fantastic. <laughs> Outrageous Philbin. All right. Well, you want to get back into this album with Zuma? We're going to jump on Zuma. back into Zuma. Do you know why he called it Zuma? I do not. The only thing I can think of is just short for Montezuma. Yeah. That's my that makes But sense. I don't, I'm not 100% sure on that. His revenge. She <laughs> stopped at the nubs. Oh, yeah. I gave Miss Clarence a gourd, and it ha- it was very nubby, and she removed the stem and the nubs and just left it there, and now she just looks really happy that just she's defeated. She wanted to make a giant fucking mess for you to clean up. That gourd has been here for the past four podcasts. Damn it, gourd. And now it's been eaten. Well, it's not really eaten, but it is rotting, so. It's rotting. It's, it's starting to go bad and get little bumps and bruises on it, so I gave it to the dog, and she denubbed it. All right, so... <laughs> Moving on into Stupid Girl. D-nubbin. D-nub. I like this groove. This lower range of his voice is where I prefer it the most. Me too. I like the way it just kicks into a different tempo there too. Yeah, I like the tempo change during the verses. Don't never really notice that. Oh, right here with the. The verses speed up a little bit, and then he slows down for the rest of the song. You're such just a Neil Young. I love this where he's got the his both of his voices kind of melded. Yeah, I love the way that sounds. I like the lower voice. I think the higher one sounds like a whiny beach boy. <laughs> do, do you like the way that they sound together? No, because they're so they're different. He's not doing the same thing. This is, I mean, he kind of is. I don't know. His voice is so goddamn abrasive when it's high to me that I'm just not a fan. But I really like the lower voice. It's much more pleasant, so I don't think he needs the higher voice. Maybe like a, a mid-vocal vo- to mix with it, because I don't think that really mixes very well when it's so extreme. I like it when he does the double. I can tolerate the high part way more. Yeah, I think it sounds I think, really good together. I think when he does the lower part, he keeps himself in key when he does the high, when he's doubling it again. He's like, oh, I got to be in key because I'm doing it with another voice. Instead of earlier in the album, when it's just him doing that by himself, <laughs> he could just do anything and be like, ah. I like the groove of this song. And it makes me laugh every time. Such a stupid Yeah, it's just girl. a dumb, dumb song. Dumb, but dumb it song? Good. Dumb, dumb song. It's about suckers. It's about suckers. Ooh, it's a mystery flavor. Such a stupid girl. So you think this is about uh Probably, yeah. What was Carrie, her name? Carrie Snodgrass. Yeah, Snodgrass. Carrie Snodgrass. I, don't know, I mean I'm sure she has some input into that song. I don't know if there was other relationships <laughs> in there, but Well you said she was an actress, right? She's an mm-hmm. actress. I wrote, is this about a Hollywood type girl? So that's very yeah. interesting. Uh huh. 
Yep. It could also be about like his sister or something. You never know. Maybe his sister pissed him off. You mean as far as like the uh, the Mercedes Benz kind of that's reference. what that's what yeah. geared me towards the Hollywood thing because a lot of guys in this area like uh, Callis Pooper he would reference Mercedes Benz a lot for like the elite. You know that's what they were driving. So it just made me think of. And I don't know where Neil Young hung out. I assume he's in California, right? Yeah, at this point, he's probably in uh, Laurel Canyon, California, which is... feels like California to me, so... Neil Young, tripping out, slinging dung. Yeah, he he took acid and threw his poop at the rest of Crazy Horse. He probably ate mushrooms. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. It's just more of the earth. It is. He seems like a more of the earth Earthy guy, big farm-made guy, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Farm those mushrooms, eat those, those mushrooms, get and those maybe mushrooms. a few stems. Ooh, I'd rather just have the caps and go wherever I go. <laughs> I have it's no idea what you guys it's are talking been a about. While. It's been yeah, me a while. either. It's been a while. <laughs> She'll sing a song. Yeah, I'm done. It's fine. Um, I like the stupid girl song. I didn't like. I personally wasn't a fan of the high pitch part. And I think if that wasn't in there, I would have enjoyed the song more. More? Mm-hmm. I groove on it. But I it wasn't a bad song at all, and I do like like the uh, tempo change. Yeah, I do too. It's a... Uh, <clears throat> what's the word I'm looking for? It's a colorful song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's got Has everywhere. movement. Yeah. Without being boring, you know. I have that note kind of on a few songs that they were boring. So that this one's not boring was cool. I yeah, only wrote very, that. Very groovable. Where did I, I write like the boring lyrics at? a lot too. Boring. Where did I write boring? Shit. Oh, barstool blues. Just because it's like, I don't know. It's a blues song, so blues gets boring pretty easy. It's unless you add different aspects to it. I'm just saying, like blues can go on for 14 minutes. Of the same 12 bars. Yeah. I mean, every blues. <laughs> Michelle's playing the Michelle. That wasn't me. All right. Let's go to the next goddamn song. Drive back. Drive back. Drive back. Drive back to where oh, I like you want to belong. This one's got the groove. Yeah, that sounds really good. You know how many albums he's done with Crazy Horse? Seven or eight, maybe. Are there ones that are more rock and roll? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, this seems more like a rock Dragon and roll Glory, song. he's got a lot of rock and roll on it. This is definitely more rock. The music is a lot thicker. Yeah, with some cowbell action. Yeah. I, you know, I never really realized it was cowbell until I listened to it again for this podcast, and I'm like, that's fucking cowbell. Oh, yeah. Does, uh, does Neil have a history of loving him and leaving him? I uh, know, I don't think so. I think this is just another angry song, you know. I just got out of a relationship. I'm just going to have a little fun and get the hell out of here. Gotta go. Dun, 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 dun. Were you driving us, Michelle? Probably somewhere that sells ice cream. 
I love the guitar on this song right now. So, you know, a drive through, a beach, a grocery store. What sounds good to you, baby? I'll drive you anywhere. Yeah. I personally feel like two songs were mashed together. I think the verse and the chorus sound like different songs to me. And I usually like things that are mashed together, like potatoes, baby faces, and butt cheeks. But there's something about this song where I, I like the verses a lot, but I kind of, it loses me more with the choruses. So like the drive back, like I don't like that part as much as I like the verses. But I think that he would often change things up quite a bit between his verses and his choruses. Just in this song, it kind of doesn't work on me as well. I can't remember the verse enough right now to be able to comment on that. So basically, I like the beginning of the song more than I like where the song went. It turns into like a bar song. I wrote, I feel oh, yeah. like I'm in a dirty it's bar. Very dirty. Like I would see them behind Chicken Wire playing and just Neil's oh, got a hat. I that love fate. this song. Is it just sounds so dirty and gritty and just this guitar is just dirty. Yeah, it is very dirty. Jim Morrison's on the side <laughs> drinking whiskey. <laughs> Do you think Jim Morrison was a fan of Neil Diamond? <laughs> Neil Young. Not Neil Young, definitely Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> you had to be one or the other. <laughs> I think it's You fun. can only love one Neil. I only love one Neil. Neil Gorsuch? Who's that? Isn't that that senator guy or judge guy? Gorsuch. I think I just pulled something out political. There you go. Accidentally. But I think that this song was meant to sound like it was in a dirty bar. Very dirty. Yeah. I mean, I, it's... I think that was totally the intention and with that. He did it with that guitar tone. The guitar tone is just so... It's not like there's overdrive to it that's, I don't know, dirty. I'm going to explain it more with just the word dirty. God, this goddamn chair. By the way, I'm, I'm, Neil, fix it. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh. Oh, Did you yeah. look up Neil Gorsuch? No, I didn't. Oh. You can be Neil Patrick Harris if you'd like. <laughs> you are a multifaceted human being. I do not want to be any of these people. I do want to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. But Neil Armstrong, he won some Tour de France's and stuff. Neil Gaiman. And, and Neil Armstrong. got caught cheating. <laughs> That's not cheating, that's enhancing. He was just eating. He's just eating. That's just what he ate. <laughs> you, you eat cheeseburgers and salads? Though. I ne- eat steroids. What do you want me to say? Neil Gorsuch is an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United yeah, States. Everybody had a problem. Well, not everybody, you know. He was, Anti-Trump people had a problem with him. He was nominated by President Donald Trump to succeed Scalia. And took the oath of office on Scalia. April 10th. I like to say Scalia because he was a scallywag. It sounds like a food. Can I get an order of scallions? Scallions. I thought I just liked the idea of a scallywag. A scallywag. Scallywag. All right, let's go on to the longest song of all time. It's called Cortez. Turn us up, fucker. Yeah. You need to stop throwing to songs and then not allowing people to hear the songs. 
since this is a long intro, I'll go ahead and say this became a, one of Neil's live staples. This was a big encore song. Um, I think on album on the album the the intro seems way too long, but yeah, when you see it live, the intro is just I mean, it, does it go on even longer? It's just longer or different. I mean, it, I've watched a couple and it's never the same. It's just it's freeform yeah, jam time. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just his jam. That time. video that you suggested, the live version, is eleven minutes long. So yeah, things are stretched out. I actually I really like this groove. I do too. I love the way it sounds. I, I just I don't know. It's three minutes and I mean it's, it's like three minutes and, and thirty minutes. seconds. That's uh, just it's too long, long for an album. Yeah. Well, I love the way it sounds. I'm personally uh, a fan of the fact that Neil doesn't sing as much, and the majority of the song is instrumental. So I'm actually a a fan of that aspect <laughs> of it because I'm not as big of a fan of the vocals in the song and the lyrics don't affect me personally. I mean, I'm sure that they could mean something to someone else, but they just don't really... The lyrics are just very interesting. They're just telling a story. Yeah. I just saw your son and you a lot, and it was crazy. Me? Yeah. I didn't realize how much he looked like you until right now. (laughs) Well, he's not going to be fucking listening to this. I don't know. He might. He was was all excited that you guys had a podcast. Oh, jeez. I don't know if he's listened or not, though. If he knows I'm going to be on, he might. Oh, jeez. Well, he'll I learn tried things to, about I us. I tried to dissuade it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's boring <laughs> for you. It'll be boring for you. By the way, my son is 12, so there's probably not... He's probably almost 13. Almost 13, so... He's at that age. And kids are always... Kids always know things before their parents think they know things. Yeah. I mean, that's how it worked with all of us, so... I mean, I was probably already seeing porn by his age. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also seen your asshole, so. Yes, he has. That was an accident. <laughs> that was unfortunate. That's a story to not be told. It's hilarious. <laughs> you have to personally It ask wasn't him. on purpose, by the way. It was half on purpose. <laughs> you, not, you didn't know it was him. I didn't know it was him. <laughs> I didn't I know like it I, was him. Now like I feel like I have to tell it, right? <laughs> it so people don't think you're a fucking weirdo. So I get text. We're just hanging out and I get a text that says, hey, I want my money. And I'm like, who is this? I don't know anybody money. <laughs> he just keeps right back. You owe me money. I'm going to come get my money. I know where you live. It gave and our like, address. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, fuck you. I, you don't know where I live. Fuck you. Can you come get this? You weren't in a very good mood. I, anyway. No, I'm usually not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you I get. <laughs> so I, uh, God damn, where am I? So the person. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. And they give the address. So now I'm like, oh, shit. What's going on here? See, no, they say that they're coming up or they're outside. So you go outside. You're pissed. Yeah, I'm pissed. And then eventually, and somehow in all this, I'm like talking so much shit that in the middle of it, I decided I'm going to send this dude he was a so picture mad. of my asshole. He <laughs> so was I, so mad that his last resort was sending a picture of his asshole. I took a picture of my butthole and I said it. <laughs> and I don't remember what I said with it. It was just like, fuck you, Bo. Then, come to find out... Almost immediately, you get a text from Bob. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's Robert. (laughs) It's a joke. I didn't know it was going to go this far. I remember getting 
pissed. Like, you know how I am. You can't let shit like that happen. I just sent a picture of my asshole to my nephew. <laughs> Which is technically illegal, but since it was an accident. Oh, man. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I felt horrible about that because I, <laughs> I didn't realize. What was his realize. reaction, please? Yeah, yeah. What was Robert? His, yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't. I don't know. But how did you yeah. know? You were, had to be right there. I was right there, but we were. I don't know. If, I think he was just kind of like looking at it. And showed it to you. I've never really looked at one of these like this before. What well, is yeah, this? That's the thing is, I don't really know if he realized. What, we don't become familiar what was, with what our what assholes was going look on. like. You know, when we're kids, he was just kind of like, "What?" But I was looking let- at me like, "What's this?" And I'm like, oh, "I was letting it fly, though. It was fuck yous and fuck, fuck, fuck." <laughs> he thought it was funny, and shit. it was apparently fine with yeah, all of by that. The, by, Until by the, the time it went, by the time it spiraled out of control, it was too late. <laughs> and then Sam showed him the old Sam- pumpkin patch. <laughs> God, I'm ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But anyway, he started anyway. singing, if you didn't notice. Oh, yeah. yeah. This song's long, so it's fine to talk about this. I enjoy this song. Like I said. And my least favorite parts are when he, song, when he sings. When he songs. I like the groove. Yeah, me too. I just think it's really long. For an album, it's really it's long. Very, it's long. It's hard to deal with because he doesn't come in strong enough when he sings and do, like, big enough things, I think. I just don't think it's interesting enough for the whole three minutes and 30 seconds to warrant to be on the album. Of just that groove over and over again. There's not I, don't, I don't know if when they made this, but it was decided that, man, I really like to play this live. Or it just turned into that. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, well, we I like the way this sounds live. We're going to leave it like that on the fucking album because that's the way I like it. Yeah. Well, it's Neil. He wants yeah. to. So. I remember watching a Neil, when Neil Young, uh, do you remember this, Michelle, when Neil was on Conan for a whole week? No. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Neil's, or Conan's talking to Neil, and Conan says, uh, I noticed you uh, went to my dressing room and retuned all of my guitars. And he's like, yeah, I tuned them the way they're supposed to be, the way I play them. And I'm just like, God damn. God, anyone would do that. Any guitar player. I want to know what Neil tunes to. He's got his like, own special tuning. I'm sure Conan was in standard, which is... It's called standard. Some people have their own styles. It's standard. <laughs> I, I have a love... Well, I don't want to say love, hate, a like, hate relationship with this song because it's so long. I think it'd be better live. Oh, it's it's everybody just live, grooving yeah. with one another. And I have a feeling he'd probably get into it a little bit more. Oh yeah, too. And uh, I just we'll I take think a it's sample of that later. The lyrics are just cool, just telling the story of Cortez and Montezuma. There's uh, yeah, there's historical content yeah, there's in this song. The story on this, and I don't know how true this is, is that. Neil came up with this um, while on the toilet with Montezuma's Revenge and got to thinking about the story of Montezuma and thought it would be a cool song. I don't know how true that is, but, uh, you know, that would be another diarrhea reference. I uh, guess we and could it get meant it. enough. Number three. So. I mean, it was worth him naming the song after, yeah. I assume. And, a, and an album. I mean, that's what I meant to say. The album. Cortez the Killer. That's what he named the poop. That was coming out. <laughs> oh, this one's a killer. Oh, this Cortez the killer. This uh, once you've seen it, and we we saw him do this live in in 2007 in St. Louis. So once you see him do this a lot, like 
I didn't think a whole lot of this song before. Once I saw him do it live, it totally changed how I listened to it on the album. So. I could see that. That's happened to me with other songs, too, where I go see a band actually do it, and it's just like, oh, that's what it's supposed to be like. And then you listen to it, and it just triggers that feeling of you being there, too. Yeah. That oh, moment. Shit. Trigger. Uh-oh. Are you triggered? Ugh. I think I'm triggered. We're going to oh. talk about ASMR. I don't like the... Oh. oh. ASMR. We're going to talk about No, ASMR. God damn it. Sam actually is affected by the... Do you no, get it? it's, it's funny that you bring that up because I didn't know anything about ASMR until Robert told me about it. And he's like, Dad, check this out. He's like, you'll get tingles or whatever. So he, he get... listens to like ASMR channels. Does it work for stuff. you? A little bit. The stuff on the internet doesn't work for me. It's yeah. got to be real life situations. Except for that Bjork video. I never knew <laughs> oh, what they yeah. were, but that explains the feeling I get like when I get a haircut. Yes. Oh, and someone runs their finger like, on your scalp and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. get that once when getting a haircut, but that's because, I mean, that's more connected. That's not like a sound thing. That's still like mm. skin on skin. Do you, I don't. I like the way. ASMR usually makes me feel sick to my stomach. The videos? The sounds? The sounds of it. Like, they make me yeah. feel uncomfortable. It's not pleasant to yeah, me. No. They relax me almost in, like, a Bob Ross kind of way, but I don't get, like, that ASMR tingled shit hmm. or whatever. It's, it's just, it's just like very relaxing. Back, right? I've gotten it from, like, doctors and stuff my whole life. Like, when I they're, like, taking my information. Putting their fingers up your butt? You no. like men in uniform. No, it's not when they're touching me. I mean, I get a different feeling when they put their fingers up my butt. <laughs> but when they're just talking to me and, like, okay, your height, in the uniform. your age, and I'm just like... I just like melt in the chair and I'm like, they don't. 33, first of all, they don't ask your height because they will measure you usually. They're not going to take me, your word. They'll for ask that. me when I go into the ER, and I've got vertigo like an old lady, and I have to lay on the ground like an old lady. I've got vertigo. I've Watch where you walk. There are old up. ladies everywhere. <laughs> we got. Tight, we got one more song. One more song. Yep. For the I think album. we're all in agreement on Cortez, right? Good, sounds good, just too long on album. Michelle didn't have a problem with the length. No, not really. This is a song I could kind of get lost in. I could even handle it if it were just instrumental. But they would maybe need to be jazzed up a little more. But I'm okay with it. Like, yeah, like Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I wish this was a Blood, Sweat, and Tears song. Wait, that's a... Uh, Lucretia McEvil. I was doing Friendly Stranger. That's not... Blood, Sweat, and Tears. That's a... Friendly Stranger in the Woods. Black oh, Snake. That's, uh, that's, yeah. that's a... The Ides of March. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm your vehicle, baby. I'm your vehicle, baby. Yeah. I'll take you anywhere I'll you want to go. Away, oh, oh. does sound like Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I love you. I thought I it was for a long time. Yeah. And then Daniel Beasley. You remember Daniel, right? Yeah, yeah. The the other ginger. He was talking to a the dude that like worked with that band and he was going to play drums for him or something oh, wow. but I don't know if he ever did so that was pretty neat neat as shit All right, what's so, the last song? Through My Sails? Shit Through My yep. Sails Shit Through My Sails This is Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Yes, this is the song that Crosby, Stills, and Nash are on. This song I consider to be a pretty weak ending to the album. I agree, Michelle. This is probably the most boring song to me. They should have switched through my sales and Quartz has the killer in my... In my estimation of it. 
Yeah. I actually am in total, complete disagreement. That's I think because... it's great. I love it at the end. I think it sounds good. I think it's beautiful. I love it. That's it, it pussy music. Just, <laughs> yeah, but it, it kind of seals the deal for the for the for this album trilogy because it's almost like he's it's gone peaceful. through and he's healed and he's peaceful now. It's like in the beginning of the song, it's kind of you know disillusion, confusion, but at the end, it's like it's all right. The wind's blowing through my sails. You know just, why? I love this song. So he had conflict because she with a stupid girl. He drove back, then he killed her, and then now he feels at peace. And now he's at peace. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. This song makes me feel good. Did we just making a murderer this shit? Um, I don't think we made him a murderer. I think Neil no, came him. into this as a murderer. And us youngsters. I am not a youngster. Do you think Brendan Dassey likes Neil Young? No, because you wouldn't hear this during wrestling. <laughs> he likes that fucking 80s hair metal. Brendan Dassey likes wrestling. Oh, some sugar if Brendan Dassey weren't locked up, he would just be watching VHS tapes on a VCR that somehow still works. Hours and hours. Every I day. wish we had a VCR player that still worked. I do too. Did I say VCR player? You on um, VCR. <laughs> Don't they make them where they have like VCR and They're DVD really expensive. and everything else? It's, it's, like it's like all in one. They went up in price so though. Since, like, They're hard to come VHS by. VHS is a uh, beta. <laughs> Market on Laserdisc. <laughs> I would like to watch. It would have everything. Thirty-five millimeter, eight track. What would you watch? Pink flamingos. Yeah. You do have that on. Yeah, VHS. I would watch Pink Flamingos. I got some British comedies that haven't been seen in a while. I used to have a ton of wrestling on VHS. Yeah, I remember him. I'd look at him and they'd say like Juice Orama. Yeah, a Sam, lot of bloody stuff. Don't you have a tool? VHS? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, Bob's. VHS. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I'm oh, I got so much stuff. It's Bob's. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm a thief. I texted Michelle about it like before the podcast <laughs> even came out, and then I'm like, oh my God, they actually talked about it. And I was like, he stole my fucking thing. <laughs> yes, I did. It's better in my hands anyway. It would have been lost. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely correct. It would have been lost by now. It's so actually you, you are just preserving in a box. It. Yeah. It's being preserved in a box. That's the same reason I took a couple albums from Pam, because they were just being ruined out in the shed, and I was like, Aqualung can't I, just sit out here. I have to preserve this. You are, might be safe, because I don't, I don't think that she's listening to this. No. I mean, she'll never be on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that you should try really hard to be on a podcast that you don't really listen to. She's not trying hard at all. I'm not talking about her. I'm just talking about anyone in general. Oh. Nobody wants to be on this besides Bob and Kent. Kent. Bob and Kent have been here. Yeah, Rhymebag really wants to be on. <laughs> what are you going to review, Ice Cube? Uh, that I've, would be great. I would actually, I, I would like Ice Cube. I would you know be what? interested in what Kirk would bring to the no, table. No, he would make you review Rhymebag's new album. That cannot happen. No. Nobody that's a guest that's a musician it's can not about give us self- their music. Yeah, it's not that's self-promotion. Um. The funny thing we about We want to know Kirk, what inspired you. The interesting thing about Kirk, though, I think... I don't know what he'd give me, because he listens to so much stuff. He could mm-hmm. give us the Steely Dan album, for all we fucking yeah. know. Which, I, when he first mentioned Steely Dan to me, I had no idea who they were. And uh, I thought that they were garbage. And the more I've listened to them, I don't think that they're necessarily garbage. I like Steely so, Dan quite a bit. Yeah. Steely Dan. You know, Steely Dan is uh, British slang for dildo. 
Mm-hmm. There goes Bob with either. the rock facts that everybody knows. Well, if it's about a dildo, Bob knows <laughs> it. I know about it. Exactly. <laughs> Bob knows about dildos. Ancient dildos. Robert's still listening? Dildos. He shouldn't he be still listening to this. Because I was going to talk about Rap Around Sally, but we're going to leave it <laughs> yeah, at we're that. We're going to leave that at that. Rap Around Sally. All right. So should we listen to the extra stuff before we do your questions, Michelle? That sure. is correct, Amundo. All right. So, first, Bob. Okay. So, this first one uh, is. He brought us some stuff. I just, this is just some extra stuff because the album is, is kind of short. Well, not this really. is yeah. This is first the farm aid. Yeah, this is um, the live performance, uh, 2017 farm aid. This is actually with um, Promise of the Real, which is Willie Nelson's son uh, band that he's playing with. I thought it'd be cool to get the most recent live performance of Cortez. So this is 2017. He would have been 72 years old here. This is kind of towards the end, and he goes into a guitar solo where he just goes crazy. So I, I want to see that. But they build up with their bare in the 72, and he's still just jamming. We'll make sure to put this up on the <laughs> Facebook page. What are you laughing about? His voice. Here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, no. It's going to get lost. Yeah, it didn't. Just acting shitty. But his voice just totally gone out. Yeah, his voice just keeps totally giving out. He's an old man. I know. He does sound like much more of an old man here. Oh, no, I'm just saying he sounds his age because his just voice isn't strong enough anymore. But I'll shut up. It's guitar time. He's much stronger as a guitar player. Oh, that distortion. The, yeah. Headbanging, jamming. He's jamming. He's jamming yeah, the fuck he's out. He's starting to do the, the Neil Young dance that I do whenever I'm jamming at the house and nobody's around. I wasn't aware that there was a Neil Young dance. Oh, yeah. It's like you kind of go back and forth. You kind of. You go back and back forth. One, you go back and forth. Do we take a Bob doing a video of Bob doing the Neil Young <laughs> dance and put it online later? <laughs> That's up to Bob. So he still knows how to rock. Does he uh does he take from young musicians a lot? Does he get like a cast of new guys and jam with new people all the time, or is he pretty much his guys? I don't think it's all the time. I they look kind of young. That's why I'm asking. Just select. Yeah, these guys are young here, but I, I think the only reason he picked these guys is because he knows Luca Nelson, Willie's Willie's son. Well, and it's also it could be for this specific performance, isn't this? Which no, they the, made an album together. Which one's the Nelson oh. boy? Uh, I'm not sure, but they uh, oh, Neil Young's uh, last album, Monsanto, he made with Promise of the Real. <laughs> Sorry. Monsanto? Yeah, it's about uh, of yeah, the of course it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know Neil, weird Neil's if it real wasn't. political, which is he's like all about growing your own food and yeah, stuff, he's right? Yeah, the farm guy. Yeah. But that was the. Thought we'd get a, a more recent uh, taste of Neil Jammin. Yeah, we'll put that video up on the intranet. All right, and then we have some covers. Now here's the. Oh, oh, I didn't realize. Um, <laughs> what? You're like, oh. <laughs> well, no, I want. I kind of want to set it up before she plays it. So I didn't realize that uh, on the internet. I don't know if this is a thing, 
but people the internet people putting really bad covers on YouTube. Welcome to the internet. Like make like tape <laughs> recording themselves playing horrible covers. Is this a thing? Yeah, I just kind of stumbled know. across it, but uh, a couple of covers of through my sales that are fucking hilarious. Oh, so they're I, not good. No, they're they're terrible and oh. it's hilarious. Well, these are definitely going to go up. All right. So well, the here. First, the uh, first two are very <laughs> terrible. The third one is hilarious. And so. they're all the same song. It's all through my sales. It's all through my sales. Yes. Yeah. So. All right. Here's Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this character already. He's got some thin arms. He <laughs> a thin arm bitch. Yeah, but he plays like an angel. He looks like that guy that's skin turned blue from eating all the. Oh, eating too much silver? Silver, yeah. Wait till this guy starts singing, it's great. I think I prefer it. (laughs) Does it get worse? No, it's just that. I just think it's hilarious. Well, because you you had mentioned that you think that this song is beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah. obviously, this is not beautiful, this but is, I think no. that this is, I mean, this thin-armed, spirit man. The more This guy is more about how he looks. I don't think so. I think I'm going to disagree with no, that. He is sleeveless. You hate sleeveless shirts, Michelle. Yeah, but he's got to show his guns off. <laughs> the next one you is... his twigs? The next one is, uh, the guy is really terrible. I mean, this is this is a thing where people record themselves doing covers, but I thought you meant like intentionally bad. Not oh, no, just, no, not intentionally Not bad. just people that are like, I like this song. No, no, no this, this is a thing. Oh, yeah. Huh. All right, and then we're going to uh When I'm trying to figure out songs to play acoustically, I'll watch some of these and see what people did. Oh, yeah. And then kind of like, oh, I like what they did there and kind of no, make this my own. Guy got is, another video. This guy is terrible. Oh, this guy looks like a hero. He looks like a really old um, Andy Daly. He looks <laughs> looks like Hitler's brother. Like an Andy Daly who's messed around with people he shouldn't mess around with. Still glaring from the city lights into paradise I saw. He just made up his own fucking melody there. To Does he have a Hitler mustache? <laughs> Yes, but it's also extra shadowed by his nose. Look, he loves playing the guitar so much, he's got it in neon lights in the background. <laughs> and his hair is really flat. And like he just keeps playing the same down. chord over and over. There's like no chord changes in it at all. He's trying his best. He's a youngster. I was going to say, he's kicking the shit out of you, though, Bob. Definitely. Could probably kick the shit out of you. He looks oh, no doubt. Bring it on, old man. This guy, no. What's that guy's name? Can we say it? We probably can't It's say probably it. Larry. But <laughs> Take a guess. What's your name? Guess is Larry? Larry. Bring it on, Larry, you fucker. You're going with Larry, too? I think he looks like a. Maybe a norm? <laughs> He's definitely got a norm to him. I think he looks like a Steven. But no, not Steve, a Steven. Steven, yeah. You can't call him Steve. He's not American. Oh. Cease Mustard. Cease Mustard? Cease Mustard. Cease Mustard. Damn it, that was my second pick. I was going to say Cease. Yeah, Cease. 
to dis- and desist. Cease All right. Cease and desist. That sounds good. All right. Okay. Now we're going to uh, go the, the final one. one. Oh, we got another video? Yeah. Sweet. This, this sounds really Rulamas. good, but it's like in some sort of foreign language, like Swedish or something, and it fucking sounds hilarious. All right. So we're going to show Bob's intolerance. <laughs> It looks like the sweetest version of, like, whose line is it anyway? It's like Ryan Stiles and Colin Mockery over there trying to sing. Jeff Brian Davis. None of those people trim their bushes. None of them. No. Inside or outside. That's full bush, baby. The best part of this video is that one. Now, I'll tell you what the best part of this video is. Just kidding. That fedora? Right, right at two minutes when the tall guy gets his little solo. It's fucking hilarious. Well, there's a guy who's trying to be as tall as this uh, Garfunkel-looking motherfucker. It is Garfunkel. It is fedora. It is. And Moby. So far, it's uh, Art Garfunkel, Moby, and um, Tracy Ullman. And Dak Shepard. That's who I see. So far, it's beautiful, Bob. No, it sounds good. It's just funny. Well, we are almost to the two-minute mark. Yeah, watch this guy. And by that, I mean we're like 25 seconds away. And they kind of look at him, too, like, it's your big moment, Nika. What did you just say? <laughs> so that's like, I picture that's that guy's name. It's probably Mika. Oh, I thought, okay. <laughs> goose me, goose me. Steal me, steal me. Steal me, steal me. Still boring. Is this it? Am I the only one who finds that hilarious? He was not close enough to the microphone, so he didn't <laughs> let his freedom ring, that's for sure. But that, those were the extras I brought. That's all I could find extra. I was hoping I could get the performance that I saw him do Cortez at, but I can't. I don't think it was recorded or I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, I would, I'm actually surprised he's not one of those guys who records like every show. And, just and he might, but it. he's so controlling over his music that if he doesn't want it to come out, it's not going to come out. It doesn't come out? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even like to give people... His music for like uh, licensing for commercials. Yeah, or he's movies kind of a known or... dick, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, trust me, I love all particular. I love all kinds of people who are known. And dicks. honestly, I think so a lot of fine. a lot of people that are great that have done good things that are considered artistically, you know, they they got they are eccentric. They're weird. Yeah, a lot of them are very weird. Dicks. Yeah, yeah. you're afraid to say it. They they can be dicks. Yeah. But they also have families that they really care about and do a lot of work for I understand. charities. And they're very kind of like when you were talking about Maynard. Yeah, kind of the same thing. He's he's just fucking weird, but he's a really good guy. Yeah, I kind of think that's the way about Neil. And people that Neil surrounds himself with know that. You're popping yeah. popcorn at over any, there. At any moment, Neil's gonna be a fucking dick. You just got to deal with it. <laughs> like I said I like all kinds of dicks. I'm married to a dick. <laughs> I'm a big old penis with not a big old penis. It works. Um, <laughs> so, Questions? No. 
No? I don't have any questions for you. No, I thought, don't we do the uh, thing? <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking her, like, questions? <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> yes. do, you, do you have any questions for yeah, me, guys? I got a question. Uh, yeah, do you feel relaxed? Do you feel soothed and held by the voice and no. guitar strumming of Neil Young's? I kind of had to poop. Do you still have to poop? Sort of. So you're going to be a little irritable in the end. I'm mad. Until it comes out the <laughs> end right, of your bowel. Up. I got a shit. He's irritable. Oh, oh good. I like wow. that. Yeah, good one. Uh, okay, so, um, Bob, yeah. what did Bob. when you told Sam uh, through text, I believe, yes, that this text. was going to be the album, how did you initially think that he and I were going to react? I knew you were going to hate most of it as far as his voice goes. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was pretty sure Sam was going to be, I think you, you, but both of you have been exposed to Neil Young, so you kind of know a little bit of it. Yeah, just he from exposed they, himself to me just, multiple times. <laughs> just from what they play on the radio. Um, I didn't think Sam would have a uh, deal with it because it's music. He's and, also more used to it because, I mean, you guys share the same family, yeah. so he would have heard this stuff. I've heard this oh, stuff yeah. at Christmas. For sure. But I was positive. And Jimi Hendrix. I was positive you would not like it, Michelle. I don't, okay. At all. I know we all know McCunt. Well, no, just because I know the um, the definitely the <laughs> voice would would irritate you. I've I've said multiple times I listen to lyrics and vocals way more than music, and you guys listen to music similarly because you guys are way more in the groove of the music. And I do listen to the music. I'm not blind to that. I'm de- I mean, deaf, deaf to that. <laughs> deaf to that. If only there was a word that meant blind, but with hearing. If only. So, yeah. So we have some things. But I, I figured it would, um, I didn't think either one of you would be like, oh, fuck. I don't want to do this. You know. Huh. Well, it did happen. Like I said, when we both got to the second track, we were both questioning it, but it did get mm-hmm. easier to listen to. It does get easier. Uh-huh. At uh, first, it's just when you don't listen to Neil Young and you've kind of made up your mind that you're not a fan, it's really a lot for me. Uh, are you okay? Pardon me. I yawned. We are recording later than normal. And the time switched. No, the time changed. Time That's change. all so that really it happened. feels later. Yeah, and you so poop. instead of seven eleven, it would be eight eleven, which is not super late. But yeah, but it means later than we normally record. You have a hard time. So, Sam, what was your judgment prior to listening to this? Before when Bob told you, were you kind of like, "Oh fuck"? Well, so far with doing this podcast, I don't really get. I haven't gotten that ah like the pit yet. Mm-hmm. You know where it's like this is gonna be. You'll rough. get it. I'm sure I will, but it hasn't happened yet, uh-huh. and it didn't happen with this. So yeah, I was just more like. At any point, I th- I knew there was probably going to be some more rocking songs that I could get along with. There weren't as many as I thought there were going to be. Yeah, but I knew I was going to be fine with it. When I think of Neil Young, I usually think of more laid back tunes. I don't think of a like rocking personally. Even like Keep on Rocking in the Free World, I know that exists, even though I forgot about it. I just I think more like CSNY when I think of Neil Young yeah. because they are so laid back and hippie, long bush. Long. Kind of people. Hippie hey, Longbush. Long <laughs> How about you, Michelle? I I was just talking. Sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just sleepy. 
I didn't think you're you... like miserable all of a sudden. You look very irritated. I'm not irritated. Me. I'm just so, yawning a lot. Like I literally just was talking, and then you're like, "Well, what do you think?" <laughs> I don't. Find... Well, do you want more? Yes. <laughs> I obviously didn't feel you answered the question. Okay, so <laughs> prior to listening, it's, it's true. I guess I technically didn't. So my judgment prior to listening to this was a little Vindicated. bit. <laughs> was a little bit. You still look fucking irritated. I'm not irritated. I'm just sleepy. Well, you don't know how you look because you have beady little eyes. So when you get tired, you look even your beady little crazy. fucking eyes. <laughs> um, I was a little bit nervous because I, I like I said, I've made up my mind that I don't like Neil Young. <laughs> so when I, I was a little bummed, but I didn't think it was gonna kill me because I'm familiar with you know the sound. But I think I've listened to more CSN than CSNY. I can't tell the difference really. Between when it's young and not young. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you've never really listened to. Nope. That's band. Um, nope. How many times preparing for this podcast did you listen to this, Bob? Probably about five. Slambo? I did not meet my minimum of seven. Okay. Five. Ooh. How about you? Um, I wanted to listen to it four times, but then I forgot... One day, nearing the end of the week, so I listened to this because I, I, I guess I couldn't listen to this twice in a day. <laughs> 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 but uh, I listened to this before the podcast three times. Now, did you guys listen to it together at any point? I played it last she, night when I wrote my notes down. She played it out loud, but I wasn't really in the room. I was doing other stuff. Yeah, I would catch. Little hearings of it, so maybe now, I'm at five and a half. Now, would you guys discuss it though? Because normally you go, you don't discuss during the week, right? Correct. But we feel like if if a guest is giving us information, we can we not. Go, I don't. I we don't go into everything. We don't go into depth either. We but just take little tinges. We do, and in a case like this, we did because I think it, in the beginning it was a little more of a struggle. For the <laughs> we were literally us. texting each other like, "Whoa, boy." Neil Young can't. I think the exact words were Neil Young can't sing to save his fucking life. Yeah, maybe something like that. But that was just. I mean, I was also working. It was the beginning of the work week because I work in an office and I have I can put earbuds in and listen to whatever I want. And then I mean, there are times when I'm in the mood that I need to listen to something funny, like a podcast, or I need to listen to music. And I think at that time I just wasn't really in the mood for for that sort of music. <laughs> Because I, I didn't expect it to be, I don't know, because I did expect it to be more droney, not droney, but, you know, like slower. But I just, I don't know. I guess I just didn't know what I was getting into. And I wasn't initially a fan. So the next thing is our least favorite song on the album. Bob. Bob. in the same order here? Yeah, Bob. Bob. Uh, this one's easy, Danger Bird. Is my least favorite. Danger bird, a danger I, just, I don't know bird. what it is about. I just, I don't like the way the chorus sounds. I like. I honestly gave this song a second chance listening to the album because of the guitar work on it, but it doesn't Which save one's it for danger me. Danger bird. Do you have it up? I would like to listen to this again. Danger bird, a danger bird. <laughs> All right, here you go. Sounds like a Janet Jackson song in the very beginning. I just, yeah, I don't like this the way that sounds right here. The theremin. Oh. It's like a 
theremin electric no. guitar sound. Oh, okay. No, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like spread eagle on the track. Yeah, that's my least favorite. Just I just don't like the way it sounds. That's I all, originally just had because that because of the way it sounds. Like because of the way it sounds, I just I had that as my worst. But then as we were listening, I changed it. So that was initially my least favorite song. It's got mm-hmm. some good guitar in it, but I can I don't want to sit through the beginning. I just don't like the way the chorus sounds. I don't like the way the beginning sounds. Uh, if I'm listening to this on the CD or whatever, I'll skip it. Usually. Really? Huh. This is the only song on the album I will skip. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it just seems like I don't know how long it is runtime, but it seems like it's longer than it actually is. Yeah, it's just harder for you. <laughs> what yeah. about you, Sam? My worst song, I Your think I'm going to have to say, uh, "Through My Sales." Bob got the little surprise look. Interesting. <laughs> That's yeah. probably gonna be Bob's favorite. Well, he loves it. Yeah, I do like it. Uh, I was gonna say, but that, actually, that doesn't. That, Makes not surprise for you. you to say that. I mean, coming I'm from thinking you. about what you would else you would say as your least favorite, and I'm like, well, I really don't know what else he would pick as a least favorite. So that kind of does make sense. It would either have to be looking for love, looking for love, or don't cry no tears would have been like the other. Just because they're kind of countryish. Countryish and just, I'm not good with laid back stuff usually. It's a fault of mine. I. Mm-hmm. You can get down on some Cat Stevens though. Not. I mean. Not really. <laughs> That's what you said when we first got together. <laughs> I mean, I will play Cat Stevens with I you. I love Cat Stevens, baby. Now come on back to my bedroom. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I But be quiet because my mom's in the other room. (laughs) I was in this very room right here. No, I remember one of the first nights she didn't spend over, and I was like, all right, time to go to sleep. But I put on Dying Fetus. And she looked at me and she was like, I cannot go to sleep to this. Yeah, I don't know how anyone could. <laughs> I was. But you. Because you're fucking psychotic. <laughs> you had a family of gnats living in this room with you. Uh, yeah. Um, I helped I was, get rid of them. I am a gross person and I was an even grosser person at that point. You didn't have anybody to regulate then. No. <laughs> dun, dun. Yeah, I came in Warren G style and regulated yeah, on your regulated ass. regulated the shit. <laughs> regulate. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, Going through my sales. Okay. All right. Through my sales. My least favorite was, like I said, initially Danger Bird. I did agree. But then uh, listening to it again today, I would say Barstool Blues. No. I thought it was really, really bad. Just because it doesn't make any sense or what? Uh, I think the uh, uh, vocals are really bad. And I just don't like the song. I had problems with it. Oh, yeah, the the vocals are, especially when he's, uh, uh, and you held that glass so tight. It's like, it's like it's real fucked up. You know what I'm saying? If you did it, I wouldn't hate it, though. So yeah, it I want an all-recorded version of Bob doing there's every several song. times on, on every Neil Young album where it's just like one or two words where you're just like, man, that just sounded weird. He just like, like he hams it up yeah, real just, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Bob, what is your favorite song on the album? Okay, I'm not going to skirt this because I do have a favorite, but I will say... Uh, Cortez has a special place in my heart because I saw it live and it is a great live song. Um, now, if I'm gonna, if I really want to get down and jam and do my weird little Neil Young dance, mm-hmm. Drive Back has always been a go-to for me. Yeah. But ultimately, when I and that was originally Drive Back or Cortez was going to be my favorite, but then I thought about it 
And the song that I replay and replay and replay and sing with and sing with and sing with is always through my sails. I knew it. So I think I'm going to have to go with through my sails that I I wouldn't wouldn't have said that at the beginning before doing this podcast. Really? But after doing it, I'm like, that, I always play that song over. And it's the last song on the album. So I just keep replaying it and replaying it. And it just makes me feel good. Puts me in a good mood. Huh. It's the jerkiest song. Makes me feel good. Um, one, not, not that way. Okay, so I, I didn't realize I was, I was going to make the men uncomfortable by talking about jerking off. Um, so what are the four tracks? I whipped it out. Hold on. Are well, we going to get everybody asleep. else's favorite, or do you want me to do my four tracks? I want you to say the four from this album can that I, you... Can I get a set list while Sam's going through his favorite, or do you want me to do it now? Here we go. Here we go. Sam. Sorry. Do you know what your favorite is? My favorite? Yeah, you can say it, and then... Okay, hold on. I, I, was, I don't have a song list. Don't Cry No Tears was going to be on there. That you would? That I was going to put on. Okay. Uh, Stupid Girl. Uh, Drive Back, Cortez, and Through My Sail. See, this album really takes off for me right after Barstool Blues. You wouldn't have initially put Through My Sails on it, though. You would now, right? No, I would initially. I've always liked that song. Yeah. I just didn't realize how much I liked oh, it. Oh, okay. And, and I, honestly, that was the one song that I thought you would like. So I wanted to definitely put it on there because I know you like CSN, CSNY. Yeah. So I figured, man, Michelle will really like this, and I really like this, so I definitely wanted to add that in the beginning. Yeah, but, I thought that was boring <clears throat> as fuck, personally. It just didn't. <laughs> you know, it just didn't click with me. That's all I mean. Sorry. Uh, well, I agree with you. I, just, I think it's, it's so similar to CSNY, though, that I don't. I have no tact. I apologize. <laughs> I always have but, to backtrack. Yeah, right after Barstool Blues. From Stupid Girl, Drive Back, Cortez, Through My Sales, that's where the, the album really takes off for me. Okay. Sam? My favorite song, and this is weird because I didn't feel this way at the beginning of listening, like the first two listens. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Stupid Girl. I just like the groove to it. Very groovable. It's got like the most, uh, the tones to it. The, the guitar tone, it's kind of like a... I thought you would be drive back because it was a little harder. Um, but Stupid Girl is very groovable. And yeah, reason, and that's where he does the switch up with the tempo. Switch up. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, it is. The reason I didn't choose... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I didn't choose drive back is because I'm not the biggest fan of that dirty bar sound. Oh, I gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like Those are my least favorite Doors songs that have that... Dirty bar sound. Mm-hmm. I never liked like George Thorogood oh, songs. Me neither. They all oh. have that, or like ACDC rubs me wrong. It's all got that cheap. I feel like I'm at East Bowl and there's everybody smoking <laughs> everybody's, cigarettes and I'm and just all of a sudden here. Dunna, dunna, dunna. I, I, yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard Enter Sandman a lot. I always heard that I heard fucking crazy Evanescence horse song. Every fuel. fucking time I went to the bowling alley. Give me fuel, alley. give me fuel, give me that. Ooh, yeah. All right. What so about you, Drac? Listening to this, I, um, I'm sticking to my favorite that I had chosen last night, but listening to it together with you fellas, I liked Pardon My Heart more. Uh, so that came in a close second, but uh, Cortez, the killer, is my favorite. Oh, wow. Cortez. Cortez mm-hmm. is very... You can get lost in Cortez very easily. Interesting. 
Yeah. Like I said, uh, closely behind that is part in my heart. So, I mean, that kind of falls That's... into more of like the jammy thing because yeah. you thought I would like through my sales. I thought but you would like through my sales. I liked part in my heart more. And uh, Cortez the Killer. Part of my heart also is like the first song that he Excuse takes me, it down to the mid-range Neil, yeah that yeah he's, he's yeah not. so that's for you that's like a relief in the album mm-hmm. for me too yeah and that's, it's just much a much more chill song which i think cortez is also a chill song yeah like they a chill. Song. i like the grooves of the chill songs cool yeah cool 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 cortez um, the killer is definitely the biggest if you want to call it hit of the album none of these songs ever made charts but yeah cortez would be the one that people would know because it is a live staple that neil's played in live shows from 1975 like a, till now it's a big thing so when that comes big, up yeah, like every neil like, young fan in the audience knows like, yeah, well, oh, it's cortez a, time and, and, and it's always an encore too yeah. so that's how it was with us they came out and did the encore and that's the problem with the internet too. We are, we knew the set list already. Oh, so all the problems so of the internet. So Here we go. Kind of, we were like, we already knew it was going to be Cortez, but it was still really fucking still, still exciting. I kind of like knowing a set list of bands, especially if I don't know like their whole. Th- I, I'm sure with Neil Young, there's so many songs to oh yeah, there's track an down. Library. So like when we went to go see Zappa play Zappa, like we're both big Zappa fans, but. There were still four or five of these playing that like I've never heard. Like I mm-hmm. didn't. So then when you get a set list, you can kind of mm. familiarize yourself. Oh yeah, I can get that. We got to hear the whole apostrophe album, and I wish I was more familiar with it when we went oh, to see yeah. it because it was so glorious. Because now we know it front to back, every word, every sound. But then it was kind of new to us. Oh, so good. I mean, have you I ever seen Zappa play Zappa? You should. With Dweezil Zappa. Not live. I mean, I know what it is, and you I've should. seen yeah. and I've seen videos of it. Yeah, I've, Actually, it's coming I've up. seen quite a handful of shows, and uh, I still would say Zappa plays Zappa puts on the best show. Dweezil. Dweezil. Imagine Dweezil and Neil Young. Dweezil. I think that would actually work. Double dong Dweezil. Probably would. They're probably eccentric <laughs> enough, and Dweezil would be, he would step back enough to let Neil take the reins. Well, I think Neil would too. I mean, when they play, when CSNY plays together, uh, Neil and Stephen Stills just trade back and it's forth. It's equal. Oh yeah, it's totally. So equal. there's no like, there's no, there's never been a time where they all hated each other in that band. Oh yeah, but it was never a case of um, because I want to play this this part or you want to play that part. It was just personal stuff. It was just yeah. It's just I can't fucking stand you anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and Stephen Stephen Stills was on a lot of cocaine and very paranoid. Uh, and and Neil was an eccentric dick. And so. there's uh, who else we got in there? Crosby. David Crosby was a, a, a crackhead. He was a crackhead. And he just loved oh, drugs. He, he, he loved was party David, sex. <laughs> David Crosby was doing crack before it was crack. He was in like the original Freebase and stuff. <laughs> Crosby he, invented crack. He just probably Graham, Abraham Graham Lincoln Nash, would love him. Graham Nash was. He would just dip cool. his mustache yep. in it, wiggle it around, <laughs> and then lick his fucking mustache. And then bounce off the walls like you have Simony fucking Sam. How is he so big then? Uh, I've always wondered that. Because he stopped and then he started eating um, cheese puffs. Apparently, uh, back in the day before they all got into cocaine, when David Crosby was still with the birds, uh, he was known as getting the best marijuana around sure david crosby was where you went today's. to get like the, to get the good weed. shit yeah yeah they <laughs> called him the, they called him the big kahuna that's apparently where you go to get the sperm to make babies if you're yeah, Etheridge. It is. oh yeah so um bob before yeah. reviewing this for the podcast before you knew anything about this how did you originally feel about this album as a whole oh i loved it it was 
it's, it tells a story to me, mm-hmm. and my, I know exactly where I was when the first time I heard it and where I was. And honestly, the original album I wanted to give you guys was on the beach, because uh, I think it's better musically. Okay. But when I listened to it, it took me back to a place I didn't really want to go to, and it was and on the beach is a very depressing album anyway. I mean, it's admittedly Neil Young called it his most depressing album. Yeah. Um. And so I was like, I can't, I'm not going to listen to this all. Yeah, week. we don't want you to go there. So, <laughs> so, but Zuma was was one that I listened to just as much. It just brought back a different feeling. It's a more positive album to me. So, yeah, he uh, definitely finds peace in the end. As we, after he killed her, he found he peace her, in the end. He's going sailing. So, how do you, would you recommend this today? Yeah, I, to with the preface of. You know that's going to be Neil Young's voice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you think you can, you know. And some people have no problem with voices like that. I mean, you guys love voices that I would consider to be more abrasive. I tend to like goofy ass voices. Yeah. Yeah. We both love Rush. Um, Indeed. That's Geddy Lee's not for everybody. No, he's not. He is for that's everybody. Okay. You know, if he just didn't sing, because there are songs that are just more instrumental for them. Like YYZ. Yeah, that song is great. But then you get things like, oh, salesman. <laughs> that's that great stuff. That's a great right song. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Oh, salesman. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah, I would recommend it because it's a great album. Okay. But... Sam. Michelle. Would you listen to this again? No. <laughs> no. Would you listen to any song from it again? Like you said, Stupid Girl was your favorite song. Would you like listen to that again if on your own? If you just had um, that one song? It's another one of those albums that if someone put it on, I'm not going to be miserable. Yeah. But none of these songs will be making it to a playlist. And uh, this album will not be put back on the <laughs> <laughs> stereo for me. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. Nope. No, no. no. Don't, don't, <laughs> do not sugarcoat anything. And would I choose to listen to it again? I'm not going to drag this out. No, I prefer Neil Diamond. So, um, <laughs> Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. So, I would never listen to this again. Would you rather hear Neil Patrick Harris sing these songs? Yeah, anyone with a better voice, because I liked a lot of the songs musically. A stupid girl. If I was wanting to introduce someone to Neil Young, I would not pick this album. I, I would pick something more poppy that people remember. Uh, I just I gave this to you, you guys, because it's, it's like something that means something to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, no, that's fine. Which is what I prefer, but, but actually. Kind of going would, back to the other. Would you recommend it? If I'm recommending Neil Young to someone, I'm not picking this album. Yeah. But I'm picking this album for this podcast because I it has emotional ties to me. So. And you thought that we might and I, you know. like it better than something that's super poppy and in your oh. face. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So this uh, seems to be the part in the podcast where we reveal what's going to be reviewed for next week. Well, since it's my turn, right? Oliver's in here. It is my turn. Look at that. He's on the other side of you, Bob. The cat is around you, Bob. I see him. Anyway. Oliver's okay with some people. It is my choice this oh, week. Oh, he played with Kit Kat earlier, too. Did he? I forgot to tell you that. Huh. Yeah. 
Nice. He wasn't freaked out. He just kind of looked at me. I think he eventually figured out that he wasn't you. <laughs> and But he was okay with it. He was still playing. But I'm sorry. So, yeah, it's, it's your me. pick. And you get to be here for it, Bob. Guess what Michelle gets to listen to? What's that? Guar! <laughs> this toilet earth. Okay. This toilet earth. Earth. This is, right. this is funny because this is would be the same time frame I was getting into Neil and you were get, I never got into Guar either. So it would it be? be yeah, it would be because I this, never you never really got me into Guar. No, we had splintered off. We had splintered off. Yeah, so I think this is right around why you did not get exposed what's, to Neil. So what's the heaviest you got? Oh, I don't know. Like Metallica, probably Sabbath. Like yeah, yeah. And that's all very. I love all those bands. I just took it more. But yeah, enjoy Michelle. Uh, maybe I'll listen to it too because I don't, I've never heard it. Well, if you listen to the podcast, I'm next, not, you but will. I'm not gonna. Are you familiar with much Guar in general? No, not at all. Just, uh, the only thing about Guar I am familiar with is that Sam loves them, and I've seen a few VHS tapes. Yeah, and, I have too. But I could not. Yeah, you know, Beavis I mean, and Butthead. I, yeah, and Beavis and Butthead. I don't. I, don't, I think I would. Beavis like and Guar. Butthead loved Guar, didn't they? Yes. Oh, really yeah. theatrical. Like, Guar. Guar. Yeah. <laughs> Guar rules. <laughs> All right. Well, we can't get too much into that. Bob, thank you very much for thank coming on today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving us something to listen to that we've never listened to. And that's we'll the never, whole point of this. And we'll never listen to it again. But that's, no, but, but it's still... That's the, we've yeah. listened to it more than we ever would have beforehand. It. So And it gets us closer to things. Closer to each other. Cause hey, like, I would have never and listened to, your to God. Uh, Crazy Sexy Cool yeah. not for this podcast. So <laughs> and, <laughs> There you go. Mentioning that, I was going to say, like Michelle and I have references now that would have never existed before. Like I can say things from that album. Yeah, I, I would have so never. The, 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 I can't remember what song it was. Your favorite song. And it was actually really funky. And I'm like, man, I, I like Switch. that. Yeah, Switch. Don't take no miss from nobody. <laughs> so I was like, Switch. damn, I didn't, I didn't realize they were this funky. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. They sampled from a lot of the, the older good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like a lot of 90s you know stuff. Because they <laughs> sample from the uh-huh. funk era. You know what's funny about this Guar album, Bob? I don't know, you've been listening to the podcast. Where? Mm-hmm. It's another 1994 album. Isn't no, it? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's like the third 1994 album. But now, when would you have gotten into it, though? Oh, not 94. I couldn't pinpoint it. I you guys can get into it. Though. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to it. to it when you get yeah. into it. Yeah, we're right. not allowed to talk about that stuff. We're not supposed yeah. to elaborate. Yeah, That's yeah, for the yeah. next episode. Next episode too. But now. hey, I haven't right. said anything. So thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Adios, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Couple of Critics podcast. Yeah, my name is Michelle. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. My name's uh, Sam. My name's Bob. He's my brother. And we are going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. See ya. I was down on the ground when the messenger brought me a letter. I was raised.